welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. Hear God this morning, you are praying that God will speak to you. Just lift up your voice and pray. Somebody pray to him. Just lift up your voice and pray. Pray to him. Just lift up your voice. Pray to him. Just pray. Just pray. Just pray. Just pray. Just lift up your voice. Pray that he will give you understanding. Oh, somebody please lift up your voice. Let him give you understanding. Just pray. Just pray to him. Just lift up your voice and pray. Somebody pray. conference that has begun today we bless you for what you have set out to do during this conference we pray in the name of Jesus 
that your power, your presence shall mantle our gathering this morning. We declare in the name of Jesus that lives will be affected. Mindsets will be changed in the name of Jesus. Hearts will be transformed, convicted in the name of Jesus. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Please give God a mighty clap offering and take your seat. Hallelujah. Um, I came here this morning with uh, uh, my co-laborers in the, in the Lord, um, uh, Ebenezer, Eric, and then Isaac. Um, um, it's, it's an honor to be, um, I know um, Osofo has a lot of people that could have spoken at this Oil and Grace conference. It's an honor to be here this morning and uh, to be chosen as part of uh, the, the Oil and Grace conference. I, I believe that, um, I just don't believe that, I know that that you have one of the greatest pastors you can ever have. Um, uh, we, were, we were honored to have Osofo at uh, our church uh, just some few months ago, I think uh, about two months ago. Uh, we were honored to have Osofo come to preach to us and it was a very powerful service. The very, 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 powerful service very 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 powerful service and we have still not recovered from that meeting um, the message like the impact the impartation the life that was affected you see because of my prophetic ministry I don't like fracturing people okay so when God called me as a prophet one of the warnings he gave me is not to be saying things he has not commanded me to say and not to flatter people you see, people think that ministry, uh, when it comes to sin, ministry is about fornication. Even that one is the least, the least. Fornication, adultery, those are the least. You see, if you are still doing them, then you don't understand ministry. They are the least when it comes to ministry. But one of the things that is eating men of God now, number one is exaggerated testimonies and then flattering. You know, flattering titles and flattering so there are certain men of God when they are coming to your church they, they determine the kind of water they need to drink you know they, they, there was one man of God I wanted to invite to my church and uh, I had to sign a contract okay so I had to sign a contract I need to do this I need to pay honorarium to his account I need to do that I need to do that I need to do that you understand and you have one of the so I don't flatter people what I'm about to tell you is not to flatter him but uh, I'm a very spiritual person, and when somebody comes to my church and the person is very spiritual, I acknowledge it. I remember there was one woman that came to her, the service who was a doctor, a medical doctor, who couldn't sleep for, for months. You know, medical doctor who couldn't sleep. You see? <laughs> if you see a lawyer who cannot defend himself in court, you know there is trouble. So, <laughs> so if you see a medical doctor who cannot sleep, there is trouble, you know. And when I heard the testimony, I was surprised myself. You know, I just, I felt cold all of a sudden. This woman couldn't sleep, can take tablets. And you see, when you are under a demonic oppression, eh, tablets doesn't work. You see, the same sleeping tablet somebody can take and it will knock him off and sleep for 10 hours. You will take it 
and nothing will happen to you because <laughs> the, a demon has hijacked your system. So, no medical tablet can handle spiritual things. Are you here with me? This woman will take tablets and not be able to sleep. When Osofo came, he was prophesying to people, poured oil on people and all that. And he called for a seed offering and this woman came and then he just poured oil on the woman. There were some other people when he was taking the money from there, he was talking to them. But this woman, he didn't even talk to the woman. He just poured oil on the woman and the woman fell. That is how when the woman left the meeting, the woman went home, drove to the house and felt like she wanted to sleep, slept on her sofa for almost six hours. Woke up. Woke Woke up from the sofa, and then this was this life uh, 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 rat that looked like a rabbit, dead by the sofa. You see, sometimes uh, you'll never know how anointed a man of God is until he leaves his church. You see, after your congregation there, they have seen you and seen you and seen you. So, the, that value for the, the flow of the anointing will not be there. And one of the things that short circuits the anointing is familiarity. That is why your pastor should never be your friend. Jesus called the disciples friends, but none of the disciples called him friend. They called him master. So, your pastor should never, no matter how close you are to your pastor, he should never be your friend. Immediately you begin to see your pastor in the category of friendship. What he carries will never benefit you. And I think that carries temple. There is no other man of God you need than the one God has given you. There is no man of God you need. You know, and you see, when invited preachers come here and meetings are very powerful, it is not about them. It's about the host pastor. I have been to a church where I couldn't prophesy. I couldn't see anything about anybody in the church. <laughs> and the problem was not about me. The problem was because of the climate that was created. So you have a pastor who doesn't fast. And that is even one of the disadvantages of going to Bible school. Those who don't go to Bible school, when they want to preach, they fast and pray to get the message. People who go to Bible school, they know the laws of homiletics and hermeneutics, laws of interpretation. So they just carry the scripture because they know the laws. They know they can preach. Other people who don't know the laws, they fast to get the message. <laughs> So when you see men of God come here and service is very powerful, there is the prophetic mood, the anointing. It is not about the men of God. It is about the atmosphere that was created by the host pastor. And we bless God for Pastor Prince's life. A very spiritual man. Very, very spiritual man. Very spiritual, very, very prayerful. <laughs> uh, a lot of men of God are not prayerful, sir. No, 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 no. They are not prayerful. You know, Saturday night you are watching football. 
when there is Sunday service, service in the morning on Sunday. But you have a very great man of God. Blessed, anointed. Whatever you need, God has put in him. And, sir, thank you very much for coming to bless us the last time. Uh, we are looking forward to hosting you again. We, you, we know you are a very busy person, but uh, we are looking forward to hosting you again. You know, the day I spoke to you, the prayer I prayed, eh? <laughs> when you got back to me, you said you get back to me. I went on my knees and I lied down and I began to pray. I said, Father, you see, you, you have called me. I've, I've left a lot of things to follow you. If you have never heard me before, <laughs> hear me this once. Okay, and we were honored to have him come to bless us. And we thank God for the life of the woman of God. You see, let, let me tell you something. When a minister marries the wrong wife, the devil leaves him alone. Because you see, <laughs> the devil will leave you alone because he knows that you have been sorted. When a woman says you will not do ministry, sir, you will not do it. You see, one of the scriptures I, I read in the Bible that makes me fear is that the Bible says that it is better to live in the corner of the roof than to live, dwell together with a troublesome wife. It means that, you see, when you marry the wrong wife, it is better to turn into an animal than to still be a human being and be surviving. Okay? So whatever input and impact Pastor uh, uh, Prince is making is as a result of the good woman he has beside him. You see, if you are not married and you are clapping, clap so that God will give you a good woman. Hallelujah. Woman of God, thank you. God bless you for what you are doing. You know, I want to preach for a pastor and then <laughs> he was doing communion before I would preach. And I was sitting in front. The wife was sitting by me and all that. When he goes to the wife's tent, the wife didn't take the communion. So, one of the deacons turned to the wife and said, Oza Mami, communion, the communion is standing. And he said, <laughs> Then the deacon asked him, Oh, what's the problem? He said, Ah, or your communion, or me, I and or me, I no power. Communion, me, fa. When you have such a wife, you are in trouble. You are, you, are, you, are, you are there. So he has already reported the issue to the, the deacon. And the deacon will also tell the wife. The wife will also tell the gossipers in the church. And that's how it will start spreading in the church. And we bless God for the great woman of God and thank God for making ministry very powerful. Thank you and God bless you. Okay. Uh, this morning... I want to preach on a very interesting topic. You know, um, a pastor told me that the focus of my uh, preaching, uh, my slot when it comes to the oil and uh, grace conference is to talk about supernatural wealth transfer. And it is very important to understand that not all preachers are watchers. 
not all preachers are watchers. When I was speaking to pastor, he told me that he felt in the spirit that God wants to bring supernatural wealth transfer. And today, I want to talk about the purpose of supernatural wealth transfer. And you see, I'm not only preaching, but I'm also prophesying. I'm not only preaching, but I'm also prophesying to somebody. Look at somebody and say, he's also prophesying. Look at the person again and say, he's also prophesying. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it is very important that the church must talk about wealth, riches and wealth. Because we will find it very difficult to possess and lead and control the world without them. So it's very important for the church to talk about wealth. Poverty can can weaken, I beg your pardon, our grip on destiny. A man can never achieve anything with poverty. Poverty stings. Poverty humiliates. Poverty is an orphan. Nobody wants to be a father to poverty. That is why even as wicked as somebody is, when the person is celebrating the day and you say, I wish you long life and prosperity, the person will shout amen. There is nobody on earth that wants likes poverty. You can be overly spiritual and say riches are not important, but the gospel rises on the wings of wealth and money. Are you here? The problems we have in our world is that money or wealth is in the hands of certain people who are not believers that are, are determining the cause of things when it comes to our world. So some of the things you see here as fashion and things like that are determined by people who are in control of wealth. Some of the adverts we see on television that if you don't control your children, though we exposed to certain demonic things called advert, the result is because the people championing those adverts have the money. That is why believers must have the money. And we are in a season where God is about to transfer money and wealth into the hands of his people supernaturally. Amen. Oh, I don't like your amen at all. I prophesied to somebody under the sound of my voice that you are about to enter a realm where you will handle wealth. I don't like your amen at all. I say you will handle wealth. Poverty is losing grip over somebody. Hallelujah. The film industry has presented friction as a fact with such passion which is so enticing as a result of money, wealth. Wealth. I pray for somebody under the sound of my voice. May God bring you to a place where you can handle wealth. Amen. Oh, the louder the amen, the quicker the manifestation. May God bring you to a place where you can handle wealth. Amen. Now, let me, you see, when you talk about wealth, okay, in my presentation, by the grace of God, I'm a chartered accountant and I'm a chartered financial analyst. So if I want to talk about wealth right now, I'll be going to classroom. You see, wealth, the the dictionary, when you look into the dictionary, wealth and riches, it looks like the dictionary presents them as the same. But as a financial person, they are not the same. Riches are something that are that are temporary. 
Wealth includes riches and intangible assets. Are you here? So we are talking about something that goes beyond money. Okay? But this morning, I want to focus on money. Look at somebody and say money. You see, the weakness of your pocket eh, can determine your mood every morning. So, when we talk about money, people's face has changed. You see, you see sometimes you are in church and it's not that the choir is not singing or the administration is not powerful. The administration is so powerful. But your problem is that your pocket is weak. And when your pocket is weak, your mind goes to places it doesn't have to go. You see, as we are in church now, eh, some of you will never concentrate because maybe your landlord is waiting for you. So, when it comes to the issue of money, don't shy away from it. Because God takes pleasure in the prosperity of his people. He takes pleasure in the fact that his people must handle money and resources. After all, your God is the one that a thousand cattle on a thousand hills belongs to him. Silver and gold belongs to him. He owns the earth and the fullness thereof. That is why you must handle money. See, as, as a preacher, I'm very careful of very poor people. Yeah. I'm very careful of poor people. I don't discriminate when I'm prophesying. No. I don't, I, I don't prophesy. I have people that have given me Range Rovers. I turn them down. They bought me. And I saw the intention for giving me the Range Rover. So, you see, by the time you are giving me Range Rover, you are, you are telling me that I want you to be the prophet of my family. Your intention is wrong. It's like you are going to travel and go and preach outside. And they are buying tickets for you. By the time you get there, they will use you like a horse. Because they bought the ticket for you. Okay? So, the, <laughs> the intention for giving you the thing is the problem. So, I don't, have, I don't have that. But you see, poor people are always suspicious of rich people. So, most of the time, poor people have a mentality that people who have money are thieves. I like the way you are looking at me. <laughs> you know, I, I, I have one of the people I have raised up by the grace of God who has a very striving ministry in East Legon. One day, I was just there in my bathroom and the Lord told me to tell him to change his board members. You know why? Because a time came a whole year they were fighting over his salary. And you know the reason why they were fighting over his salary? It was the category of people on the board. You see, when you have somebody on your church board as a pastor, who will determine your salary? Whose salary is 500? If they want to pay you 5,000, you will not understand. <laughs> you see, I'm not talking to anybody, I'm just preaching. But you see, when you have somebody on your board who has seen about 50000 before, $50,000 is no money. When they say they want to pay you 5000 there is no argument. They don't argue about it. That is why God must give you money. There are a lot of things you want to do. There are an imagination in your heart. There are good intentions you have. There are, I don't like people sending me birthday message. Happy birthday. It doesn't add any value to my life. 
don't wish people. So no matter how good your intention is for Pastor, Pastor Prince, that Pastor Prince cannot see your intention. What gives expression to your intention is what you do. And it takes money. You say you don't, you don't go to Toyota because you pray in tongues. <laughs> when you enter Toyota to buy a car, it doesn't ask whether you speak in tongues or you don't speak in tongues. What it respects is the money you carry. That is why you need to come to a place where God must give you money. Even God who came in the form of a man couldn't operate without money. To the extent that when he was about to be embarrassed, when they were asking for tight, he needed to engage leverage on the anointing he has to generate money in the, in the belly of a fish. Where, where did that fish get the money from? I pray for somebody today. A lot of people are disrespecting you in life because of, 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 of the fact that your pocket is weak. Some of you that are, are business people, the caliber of people that enter your shop is why you are where you are. You are selling bread. You say poor people when you are selling bread, they always come carry the bread. Is it today's bread? Is it today's bread? But the time... You know, one great man of God that has gone to be with the Lord said that when purpose is not known, abuse is inevitable. In other words, when purpose is not understood, pursuit is not exciting. When purpose is not understood, misuse and wastage are unavoidable. Now, there is something I want to talk about before I begin to talk about the purpose of the supernatural wealth transfer. Number one, we need to understand that money is, a neut is neutral. Money is neutral. In other words, its goodness or its badness is determined by the possessor. Money is not evil. Money in the hands of a good man is good. Money is in the hands of a bad man is bad. In other words, money takes the character of the one possessing it. So, the scripture we read, say, the scripture that we, 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 people cause out of content is that uh, 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 it looks like money is evil. No, it didn't say that. It said it is the love of money. In other words, doing everything to get money is what is evil. But money itself is not evil because money is one way by which God has given the Christian empowerment. Do you know that Solomon in all his writing, by his wisdom, wrote and said that money is a defense? So, apart from angelic defense, one other way God defends a person is through money. <laughs> money can stop armed robbers from invading your house. Why you have, you see, money can stop armed robbers from invading your house. Lack of money can also stop armed robbers from invading your house. <laughs> you see, see, when you are so poor, poverty can make you have a confidence that is negative. You can be so poor that when they are robbing your neighbor, or you are even going out of your house, you will not lock your door. 
because there is nothing to pick. I pray for somebody today. He said, remember the Lord your God, for it is he that gives you power. There is a power and there is an ability you can assess to enter into a realm called the realm of wealth. And I declare in the name of Jesus that before this meeting is over, you will enter that realm. The louder the amen, the, big, the bigger manifestation. You will enter that realm. Now, number two, I want us to understand that plenty is more impactful than poverty. More good is done with money than without money. Number three, the presence of money does not make a person rich. And the absence of money does not make a person poor. True riches or wealth is a combination of mentality, integrity, and spirituality. Mentality, integrity. One of the things the devil is taking away from the church is integrity. No character. Even among the people who hold the microphone. So I went to preach in the church. Eh? I prayed uh, to go to the church. The more I prayed, the more peace left me. But my name was already on the flyer. So I decided to go to the church. When I went to the church, I was teary. Like I started crying. I was very uncomfortable. Even the message I prepared, when I took my iPad, the message went off my iPad. I couldn't find the message. So it was becoming embarrassing. So, you see, the message, if you prepare the message, you can still preach without the note. Unless you went to dab it. <laughs> and there are people who are dabbing messages all over the place. So, I, I, I just told God, God, I need to, I preach. When I finished preaching, it was time for prophetic. My eyes was not opening. I said, God, open my eyes. When my eyes opened, I saw, like the middle, where the pulpit is, the middle like this. Live dogs have been buried in the church. And when I saw it, I gave the microphone to the guy. I said, I'll continue tomorrow. Then you see, he realized that I saw what has happened. Then he told me, The day you say it, you are dead. See, you know the number of times I've said it. <laughs> He's too small to tell me that the day I say it, I'll die. He's too small. You know, I called him the following day. I said, Charlie, I'm not coming to your church. I've seen the dog. And, and me, I'm a preacher. What I'll use you as an example all the time. <laughs> and I'm not dying now. I'm not dying tomorrow. You try anything, you will go. God wants to give somebody. Also, you see, I'm not a normal preacher. I'm a prophet. And I came to prophesy to people here who are willing and obedient that may God raise them as billionaires in this church. May God raise them and put money in their hands. They will work in finances in the name of Jesus. They will control money in every area of their life. Somebody shout a living amen. Look at your neighbor and tell the neighbor I will, I will, I will, I will control money. So, young ladies, a man may not have a car today, 
that if he has mentality, has integrity, and he has spirituality, he will have a car tomorrow. That's why you don't marry a man because of what he has today. As a matter of fact, you don't even marry a woman because of back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ufri honeymoon ever a betty when he's so straight. By the time you come back from honeymoon, reality will dawn on you. And you know that life is not forward. You see, in the kingdom, we marry because of purpose. We marry because of purpose in the kingdom. That's why we marry in the kingdom. So, young girls, stop accepting. You see, some of the guys outside will come and take the ladies here because, uh, because some of the ladies... You know, one of my daughters, one of my boys proposed to him. He said, doesn't he, he hates poor people. That's why I want you to be rich. He said, I, I don't like poor people. So I said, call her for me. And she came. And I said, I said hey, look at me. I said, you are my daughter. You see, I said, you are a fool. That's not an insult. That's a description of his state. Telling somebody you're a fool is not an insult. It's a description of the person's state. I say you're a fool. I say, how can you hate who you are? I say, you that you are there, you are poor. You don't have a car. Why are you giving somebody's son high blood pressure? If it is easy to buy a car, you'd have bought one. You are telling somebody's son you hate him. Why you yourself, you are poor? How can you hate yourself? The following week, she came to church and said, Daddy, I've changed my mind. I want to go out with him. I said, we have also changed our mind. We're we, we not going to do again. So, young man, some of the ladies you are trying to get close to are perceiving certain smells. See, women are created to enjoy. Enjoyment. is <laughs> one of the CVs of every woman. You know, uh, uh, Abbasel, you know what? The One of my sons was running after this doctor for a long time. And I prophesied to him that the doctor is the wife. Said that the doctor says, no, no. Then he came to me and said, Daddy, I, I, you are not seeing well. I want <laughs> So I just look at him again. And when I look at him, I saw perfume on his forehead. So I said, go and buy this particular perfume. It's called Portrait of a Lady. Buy that perfume. Spray it and visit her. <laughs> he said, Daddy, I don't have the money. I said, Go and look for the money and buy it, my friend. You want to marry the doctor? <laughs> he went to buy the perfume after two months. Sprayed the perfume. Went to visit the lady. When they said he, they, they, he was looking for the lady, the lady was angry. 
when the lady came out and smelled the atmosphere, he said, hmm. <laughs> I like your perfume. You, you know, as I talk to you now, they are married. I'm not saying you should go and do perfume to marry. I'm only telling you that, you see, Every woman needs a certain level of security and, 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 and the fact that you'll be able to take care of them. Because in God's original plan, women are not supposed to work if we want to go by the book of Genesis. Because God gave man work before he created the woman for man. That's why you must have money. Look at someone and say, I have money. A lot of the waste problem our youth have is as a result of lack of money. Because by the time you are going to bend down boutique, your waist will be paining you all the time. One, several years ago, I heard to the Bismarck said something. He said he was driving a car that was smoky. And when the car breaks down on the road and his friends are coming, the wife will run away and he will be hiding by the side of the car. Poverty is not good, sir. Poverty is not good. You, are, you never see in this country where people in East Legon pick up a, a placard. No. No matter how difficult they say an economy is, there are people who are building. Because their lives are not determined by the climate of this country. I prophesy to somebody under the sound of my voice. May God usher you into millions. May God usher you into wealth. May you receive an impartation of supernatural wealth transfer in the name of Jesus. May the Lord give you a voice in the area of finances. Somebody shout yes. So what is dangerous about money is not man possessing money, but it is money possessing man. That is what is dangerous about money. And it is very important to establish that we cannot serve God we use money to serve God, but we cannot serve God and money. We serve God with money, but we cannot serve God and money. So that brings me to my anchor scripture, Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 19. What is the purpose of wealth? Or what is God's purpose for wealth? Or what purpose is wealth? designed to fulfill in the life of the child of God. A feast is made for laughter and wine make it merry. But also, you know, when people read some of this scripture, I had a son who came to me. And then I preached from Jesus turning water into wine. And when I finished the meeting, he came to me and said, Daddy, I want to ask a question. Uh, you were preaching about Jesus turning water into wine, but you didn't say whether the wine was alcoholic or non-alcoholic. So I want to know what I said, my friend. Anybody asking this question is looking for a loophole to start drinking. See your face like a drunkard. Wine maketh merry, but money answers all things. Number one, purpose is the establishment of personal welfare and comfort. Establishment of personal welfare and comfort. 
God is interested in the welfare and the comfort of his people. First Timothy chapter 16 verse 17b. First Timothy chapter 6 verse 17b. Charge them that are rich in this world that they should not be high-minded, not trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God who give giveth us riches, richly all things to enjoy. So God gives you wealth for personal enjoyment. You need personal comfort. Look at someone and say personal comfort. The mattress you sleep on must be comfortable. After a hard day's work, you need to sleep on something that can handle your body well. <laughs> uh, you sleep on a mattress that goes inside. When you wake up, then it starts coming small like a lift. You automatically have bad problems. I pray for somebody today. You see the kind of roast we have in the car what, on, on, in Ghana? One of the things that can address the roast we have in Ghana is the kind of car you sit in. Oh yeah. I was preaching in a church in Port Harcourt. They took me at the airport eh, with a car that looks like Toyota Haze, but it was a Mercedes-Benz. See, I will never forget that experience. When I sat in the car and we moved from the airport with police siren, the man, the driver just pressed something and tea cups appeared. He pressed something eh, and sugar, honey, brown sugar. I said, ah, this, this is a movie. Then he pressed something again. Then tea bags, you know, green tea, cardamom uh, tea, all kinds of tea bags. So I, I began to wonder what is happening. And the guy was looking at me in the, the camera there. And I didn't want the guy to know that I'm a city villager. So then he pressed something again, hot water and things came. <laughs> then he said, prophet, you can prepare some tea for yourself. I said, no, I'm okay. My brother, I wasn't okay. But the way they were pressing, pressing things, ladies and gentlemen, there is something called personal comfort. It makes you serve God very well. I prophesy to somebody, when you have the peace of mind when it comes to comfort, you will serve God. I declare in the name of Jesus that you receive the capacity to wealth in wealth. Somebody shout, yes! Personal comfort. Where the shoe you are wearing is comfortable. You are, you are wearing the shoe. The shoe is not wearing you. Some of our sisters, because of lack of money, you have been registered with Pony. Pony is your trademark. Every day, Yehua, now, why, why your Pony? A Tiaba, Brazilian hair, Peruvian hair, a, 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 a Mexican hair. And, and we need all those hair to keep us going. Yeah, we need all the, I'm, I'm a very frank preacher. Because you see, by the time you are looking at your wife all the time, the same face, the same, it takes a certain level of grace. That's why God in his wisdom has given people the, the wisdom to come up with all these things. So sometimes when your wife wears Mexican hair, she looks Mexican a bit. Then you, you, you see the difference. Say personal comfort. I prophesy to somebody under the sound of my voice. In the name of Jesus, may you come to a place where God will give you money. You say, also, 
one of my daughters came to complain to me that the husband doesn't touch her. You see, it's not everything that is prayer. I said, listen, you need to spice up certain things. Go to the market, buy a night. If you don't have money, buy certain body splash. There are certain uh, bath and wears body splash that are seducive. When you splash it on yourself in the night and you lie by your wife, we will see whether you will speak in tongues or you minister. <laughs> Everything has changed around his marriage right now. Because, because after for you, when you are going to sleep, that's the only thing we hear on you. wants us to have personal comfort so that we don't bring shame and reproach to his name. You see, one other reason why God wants us to have personal comfort is so that we don't violate his word. How do we violate his word? We violate his word by going to borrow because he said that thou shalt not borrow. So when God brings you to a place of personal comfort, ladies and gentlemen, you don't violate that word of God that says that you shouldn't borrow. God wants you to have a nice house, sir. God wants you to have a nice car. It is not all these fraud boys that should be driving a nice car. You can drive, you see the, the song the choir sang, you can be in traffic. It is even a form of evangelism. Where you open your car, open the rooftop of your car, your Mercedes Benz, and you are playing that car, and people are in traffic and they are hearing God in that car. And know that God can bless people. I prophesy to somebody in the name of Jesus. May God bring you to a place where you handle money for personal comfort. I was in the mall sometimes and it looks like a guy brought... Uh, I don't know why I'm, I'm, I'm hearing this thing. Okay, let me preach. A guy brought a lady and I was in that mall and I was looking at something to buy. And he brought the lady to the shop. And then he asked for the price of the thing. And they, and they called the price. I think it was 2600 at that time. And then he asked the... the, the and, the, and the sales girl was getting angry. He said, See, I'm not saying that sometimes asking for reduction is not right. But sometimes, for the sake of personal comfort... I have come to realize that serving God, you need personal comfort. You need the peace of mind to serve God. When there are too many things on your mind, what to eat, what to wear, what, what, where, what, what, how to pay your rent, it serves as a distraction. Listen to me. I am not supporting certain behaviors, but there are certain people who are living a particular kind of lifestyle because of lack of money. Life has pushed them to a place. And for them to survive, they need to do certain things to survive. That's why you need money. By the grace of God, eh, there is no amount of money anybody can give me to prophesy to him. No. You, you know, one of the reasons why we have certain charlatans who has prophesied around is because they have not seen money before. They have not seen money before. There is no amount. An MP walked to my office during the elections. I met some of them. And then I, 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 I was just coming down from the staircase from the office. 
And then one of my sons spoke to him about me. And then one of the MPs also spoke to him about me. Then when he was coming, the son just told him, Daddy, this is the, the man. I just looked at him and said, you have lost your seat. We didn't sit down. <laughs> we didn't say anything. With the policeman, he was a deputy minister. With the policeman and everything. I just looked at him and I started going to my office. Then he came to my office later with an envelope. Then he pushed the envelope on the, on the table. This $10,000. Pray so that it will be changed. You see, if you have not seen $10,000 before, you will start dancing. Oh, zingo, zingo. Praise the Lord. Because you have not seen money before. But I look at him and I told him, no, God's purpose cannot be bought with money. What God has said, no prayer can even change it. It is a cancer that has been taken. Some of you are compromising in life because your pocket is weak. I pray for somebody under the sound of my voice today that may God bring you to a place where you will handle money for personal comfort. The louder the amen, the quicker the manifestation. I have worked in the bank before and I've realized that <laughs> there are people when they walk into the bank, the manager can even call them and say, come and sit in my office. Sir, when I was working at Echo Bank, we had a man who was an allergy. <laughs> he doesn't wear anything good, though. that long dress. When he enters the banking hall, he produces a confused signal in the banking hall. Because his body smell and the perfume he uses. You know, there is this long perfume they use. It's called Alley perfume. You see, the gal gal boys sell it around. That perfume, when you put it on you, it can even resurrect anybody dead in your life. <laughs> They'll put on that perfume. And when he enters the banking hall, the chemistry of the banking hall will change. But you see, first degree, master's degree holders will be running after him. He doesn't even know how to sign. When he comes to sit down, the first thing he will ask for is Hennessy. So they'll give him Hennessy. First degree holders will even hold his thumb to thumb print. When he tamprints the money like that, they'll go and carry the money in Ghana must go. And then they'll be pushing it and go and put it in his car. Once he's finished drinking the Hennessy and go and sit in his car. <laughs> that should tell you that there, there is a limit when he even comes to education. You can be educated and be poor. You can be educated and be poor. And I pray in the name of, you'll be the first person eh, to break the bone of poverty in your family. In the name of Jesus. See, I, I'm, I'm talking about a supernatural work that is coming. That even when you decide to stop working now, your, your lifestyle will not decrease. Everything around your life will not decrease. I prophesy to somebody under the sound of my voice. May you enter a realm of supernatural wealth transfer. Somebody shout yes. You know, the Bible says that a good man leaves an inheritance for his children. Children, that is that scripture does not only talk about money because you can leave spirituality as an inheritance for your children, but it's also good to leave. You see, some of the people in life that are ahead of certain people in life is because of the footing their father gave them. There are some people, even when they are marrying, the gift they receive as a wedding gift is a house and a car. People like that will always be ahead of people. Oh, 
always be our people. You, you can't compare yourself to Dangote's children. No. Or Mayweather's children. Because they'll always be ahead. I prophesy to somebody. That God created you. He takes pleasure in your comfort. He takes pleasure in your enjoyment. I prophesy to somebody. In the name of Jesus. May you come to a place. Where you will enter wealth and money. That is beyond human explanation. Every day. Your wife is in the kitchen. Also, let, let, you see, I met a man and we had lunch because of a business issue. And I met him. He said he wanted to me to be his father and all that. I said, let's meet and deal with this debt issue because I'm a finance person. I want to structure your life and then we'll look at the other side prophetically. So we met at a restaurant. It was Fiesta Royal. We met and then he chose the food. I said, I'm not, I'm not eating. I just want juice. When the guy finished eating, they wanted to give him bring water. You know, water outside is two cities. There, it's not the same place. He said, prophet, I have my own water at the back of my car. <laughs> he carried Belakwa at the car, back of his car. So when he ate the food, the food was in the stomach. When he entered his car, then he used the Belakwa to wash it down. That's a very difficult life. And that, and that is what some of you do. There are houses you go, fridge has been locked. <laughs> One of the children came to me and said, I should advise their mother. Their mother is always locking the fridge. Look at someone and say, he's preaching to you. Oh, no, no, no. It looks like you don't like the person. Look at the person and say, he's preaching to you. Tell the person you look suspicious. He's preaching to you. So Joel chapter 2 verse 26. For you not to be distracted. We need wealth sir. We need wealth. We need money. Also, can, you, can you imagine that. About the radio stations we have in Ghana. If 30% of the radio stations are owned by believers. What will happen? We need money. And, and, and the interesting thing is that even some of the people that are making a Christianity, Christianity a mockery now, they are rather that have the TV stations. The one that has voices don't have the TV station. Church, that's why you need to be rich. Because God will not sponsor the gospel by himself. He will put money in your hands. So that you use that money to advance the cause of the gospel. And ye shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord. So, people who eat in plenty and they are satisfied, the next thing that follows is that they praise the name of the Lord. A pastor can never preach a message from God if he's hungry. He will pour his frustration on you. Sir, that's why I never go to a forest to do waiting. I'm not saying going to forest to do waiting is wrong. No, I don't have a problem with that. Everybody and his preference. But you see, 
for you to focus. You cannot be at a mountain somewhere, a mosquito will be after you. One of the ways that shows that you are serious when it comes to God is to be at a place where it's very comfortable and you still have fellowship with God. God wants you to have fellowship. I was with Reverend Eastwood in London, like I was ministering with him in London. And as a matter of fact, that meeting, he called me personally and asked me if I was going to be landed. I told him that because he had called me, I was going to be there. And I was ministering with him. And when they finished, eh, there was a Mercedes they used to carry him. You know, Reverend is to restore. When he sat in the Mercedes, the, the, the seat adjusted. <laughs> like when he sat in the Mercedes, like the seat adjusted to accommodate his leg. The other ones you are pushing, he's not pushing. You push and use your this thing to push it like that. It's not pushing. But this one, you sit inside, it adjusts immediately. I prophesied to somebody. Uh, I, I prophesied to 20 of you. In the next six months, God will change your car. In the next six months, God will change your car. I don't like your aim. I said, God will change your car. The Lord will lift you to a pedestal where your car will be changed. Shout yes. Number two. Why does God transfer wealth to his people number two to advertise the goodness of the lord in the life of god's people advertise the goodness of the lord you see the blessing from god is a dressing it's a dressing do you know that money is more audible than your speaking money is more audible than your speaking so when you have money in your pocket, it speaks more than what you are saying. So money is more audible than your speaking. So when people see that Tuesday you are at teaching assembly, Friday you are at prayer meeting, you are at oil and grace uh, 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 conference, they look at all those things and then you are still rich. It is a sign that the God you are serving is a good God. It advertises the God you are serving. It's a form of advert. It's a form of... That's why when you go to the fetish priest, fetish priests and witch doctors have come to realize some time ago, the only thing they were interested in is when they come from my hometown is cats. Although, can you imagine, you see, my father died some time ago, I think five, five, six, five, seven years ago. And then one day I was outside the country and my brother called me that somebody called from the village and said, my father is dead, but he's not sleeping. He has been moving around. His spirit is restless. So my father says that he needs a cat, a cat, and some amount of money for his soul to rest. So I told my brother that you wait, when I come to Ghana, I'll talk to that man. So when I came to Ghana, I took the number, I called the man. Then he said, are you the one who is the pastor? I said, yes. I said, this is the last time. I told him, this is the last time you should ever call my brothers and tell him the nonsense. If my father doesn't want to rest, <laughs> then he should be moving around. When he's tired, he will rest. <laughs> he should just be moving around. And you see, some people who don't have anything to do, that who will be moving around. So if you have 
if you tired, you rest. And I said, this is the last time you should ever call my, any of my brothers. And I tell him, if you need money, call me and say you need money. But what is this cat and money kind of things? I said, this is, the, this is your first and last. The next time, you will follow my father. Then he said, that means that it's not a fight. Then I said, I'll see you later. Then, then I dropped the call. Then he called back again. He said, okay. Uh, 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 that means I look for something for me. Say cat. <laughs> See, I have a free advice for you. Anytime your cat is missing, don't look far. Just look for your neighbors and ask <laughs> which one of them speaks the language I'm speaking. The voice of your blessing is stronger than the voice of your speech. May God give you money. Yeah. I don't like your amen. Say, may God bring you money. Yeah. The world must be brought to a place where they understand the goodness of the Lord. And one of the ways they can understand the goodness of God is when God bless us with material substance. Then they know that God is good. They know that it is not, not only occultic people. Now, fetish priests even... Even now, they don't take cut anymore. They take money. That's why a lot of fetish priests are dressed in suits now. Don't you even know they now do advert on television? Yeah, they now do advert on television. Something about your life must express the goodness of the Lord. You see, as you are dressed beautifully like that, with the shirt, the shoe, the perfume that is on your body, is an expression of God's goodness on you. That's why God wants to put wealth in your hands. So that you, you become an embodiment of his goodness. I profess that to somebody. In the name of Jesus. By your blessing, you will change the minds and the opinion of the world. Regarding the character of God. I declare in the name of Jesus. That the Lord will bless you in the name of Jesus. Also, do you know that... Some time ago, the church, there are certain metaphors that are used to describe the state of the church. And one of them is as poor as a church rat. Because in those days, eh, poverty is attached to the church. It is nowadays that you, you come to church, you see this kind of lighting. You, you say, this kind of light, our youth, eh, youth, what they want in the nightclub can be put in the church for them. I was preaching in a church in Australia, sir. When they are doing worship, eh, the license system goes with the worship. They can raise the song and the whole place will go dark. And you can literally feel God at the place. This is lighting system. Sound, you don't shout. <laughs> Have you heard Clifford Dollar preaching before? Osovo, when you hear people like Clifford Dollar, uh, Kenneth Copeland, you wonder what they are saying that you are not saying. God is God. <laughs> All the time. That working God is good. That's, that's the only thing you are saying. God is God. God God's gonna bless you. Hallelujah. Finish. <laughs> but people like in Van der Holyfield is sitting at the front row. People like that, when they pay tight, it 
care of all the church problems. You cannot evangelize to Mayweather. He will think that you want to take advantage of him. But when he packs a private jet and you pack some, he comes out of it, you come out of your own and say, Jesus loves you, he will understand. He will know that what he has, you have. So you have something that goes beyond what is requested. I prophesy to somebody in the name of Jesus, may your life advertise the goodness of the Lord. You are inviting your hairdresser to church. She's not coming because a tinukra ufri. Although one day I was going on evangelism with one of my sons. He's not here today. He was he was roped yesterday as a reverend minister. I, I don't want to wear Baptist color because the prophetic ministry doesn't go. Because there are certain things I do in the prophetic ministry. By the time I finish, I'll, they'll call me at minister's conference. I should come and answer. So I, I just want to be a Baptist prophet, but without the color. I went with him on evangelism one day. And we got to a place, and I saw some young boys gathered. And the way they were looking, they were hungry. So I just took money out of my pouch. And I said, that means I want to buy food for you. This is the money. Take the money. But I have something to tell you. And I spoke to them about Christ. Do you know? They all gave their life to Christ. And out of those six people, three of them started coming to the, the, our daughter church. Evangel. Three of them. You know why they gave me ears? It's because I bought food for them first. Why do people say, when they see you, they say, hey, uh, they measure it by how you appear. Something around your life. Poverty can make your beauty ugly. Yeah. That's why you need to be rich. There are people who are not born fair, but they are fair. Because they have the money to be fair. <laughs> I have money to be fair. Say, say I, I have money to be fair. <laughs> Number three. Why does God transfer supernatural wealth to us? For the fulfillment of kingdom obligations and impact. A major proof of love for God is giving to God. Love is not sincere if he does not give. So one of the reasons why God blesses us with money, wealth, is for us to fulfill our kingdom obligation. So we worship God with our tithes and our offering. Church, let me tell you something. There is no amount of civilization that can take away this old rugged truth of tithing. I don't care what people explain on the internet. Let your life not be driven by the internet. Let your life be driven by what God has said. Truth is truth. Truth cannot be outdated. You cannot change the truth. You only grow in the knowledge of the truth. Truth cannot be civilized. Truth is truth. Titan is a principle that will make you work in kingdom prosperity. Don't let anybody confuse you. I have practiced it and I'm a product of that. People are blessed 
because they tight. Don't let you see, it's very easy to buy data and be saying something foolish on the internet. Yeah. We have a lot of very confused people on the internet. Very confused. Totally confused. That's why don't listen to marriage counseling advice on radio. Listen to what your counselors tell you in church. Why you have confused counselors on radio? People like I don't want to mention it. He's one of the most confused marriage counselors in this country. That is encouraging people to even date half side chicks. Yeah. Somebody who says he's a counselor. You, you know him now, but you know him. Uh, so I didn't mention his name. The authority of God's word supersedes anybody's experience. Your experience is not superior to God's word. God's word is most superior to your experience. And God wants you to live by his word, not by his experience. You can learn lessons from a man's experience, but that should not define how you live your life. The blueprint by which we lived our life is God's word. One of the reasons why God gives us money is not just for the advertising God's goodness or a, a, a personal comfort but is to fulfill our kingdom obligation everybody in the kingdom has an obligation and one of those obligations is that our resources our money must be given to advance the cause of the gospel I was preaching for one of my you know, one of the guys who submit to me, I, I don't like calling people sons. Because me, myself. <laughs> you know? And I was in his church to preach. Uh, I think it's Coventry. And the rent was almost expiring and they didn't have money to buy the rent. And there was this man in the church. Very rich man, but proud and arrogant. And I was prophesying in the church and I said, God is about to pass, bypass the people who think it is their money that, supp that supports the church. You know when I said that, the man went out of the church, took his car and left. See, let me tell you something. No matter what you have today, it can leave your hands tomorrow. And don't think that what you have, you got it by your own energy. It is God that put it in your hands. So if God is asking for it, it is wisdom. You see, it's only children that when you give them biscuit and you say, give me some, they will say, no, not give you. Anything God gives you, when God is asking for it, it is not to bless him, it is to bless you. I look at the, the young man I said, listen, the Lord is about to supply the needs of the church. The church rent will not just be paid for, but you get a place of your own. I don't know how it happened, but I hear in my prophetic, in my prophetic spirit that it will take only six days. And when I said that, he went to fast and pray. You know something? On the sixth day, about three hours to six p.m. in the U.K., a man was just driving his car. 
and told his driver that I saw this church in my dream. Drove to the church and then when he went to the church, he just asked the pastor, what are the needs of the church? The pastor says, we need to pay rent for this auditorium. He said, rent? It's okay. You don't need to pay the rent. I will give you a place of worship. He said, how? He said, I have a warehouse. He took the man to his warehouse, a particular warehouse, transferred the church there, gave him money to fix everything, bought new equipments in the church and paid the man, paid my son salary for five, man, five years. Five years. See, can I tell you something? Some of you, the money in your bank account, you are planning, you have plans on it. But kingdom obligation is one of the ways by which, you see, it, it is a purpose and it is also a way to enter into supernatural wealth transfer. When somebody has a heart that is a giving heart to fulfill kingdom obligations, you don't need an announcement to pay tight. You don't need an announcement to give to God because it is part of our system. So God gives us money to fulfill our kingdom obligation. I, prof I prophesy to somebody under the sound of my voice. May God commit money into your hands. See, see, see. The new auditorium we are building, I pray that by the time we enter into November, God will raise up some few people here, put money in your hands. You will just come to pastor and drop a check that will handle certain things in the auditorium we are building. May God give you that capacity. May that grace come upon your life. The louder the amen, the quicker the manifestation. Receive that grace. You are receiving that grace. If you believe it, you will not be sitting the way you are sitting. I say you are receiving that grace. I say you are receiving that grace. You are receiving that grace. Zachariah chapter 1 verse 17. He said, my city through prosperity shall be spread abroad. You know, the prophet Haggai began to prophesy in Haggai chapter 2 verse 8 and 9 where he says silver and gold belongs to me. And the reason why he was talking about silver and gold is for the building of his house. Kingdom obligation. Sir, do you know one of the reasons why when Solomon asked God for wisdom, God added money was because God realized that there were kingdom obligations Solomon needed to fulfill. Because for you to make a sacrifice that will call the attention of heaven, then it means that you, you really made sacrifice. It takes money to make that sacrifice. I pray for somebody today. You see, when it comes to giving to the kingdom, a few people will sit in the church and say, this person has the money, this person has the money. But listen to me, there is something you can contribute to advance the cause of God. And that is the purpose for which God gives you money. So, as we are talking about supernatural wealth transfer, some of you will not receive it because your heart towards God's kingdom is not right. But as I'm preaching right now, somebody is just sitting, God, if you can just bless me with money, I will, I will change the status of this church. Look at the way we are sitting. We are seated in air condition. Other places by this time, we are funny. I went to preach in a church one day. Also, you know, uh, uh, the Baptist, Ghana Baptist Convention has uh, over 2,000 churches. And as the director of finance of the church, 
I decided to visit some of our weak churches. And we drove, and when we got to a place, we had to cross a river. When we crossed the river, I had to sit on a motor to get to where one of our church was. It's a, it's a place I will never forget. Also, they gave me a place to sleep. When you enter the place, the place is stuffy. Bad. The mosquitoes here, when they hit you, you know somebody has slapped you. We need money to correct all those things. Also, there are pastors who are in the villages. Who are in the villages doing the work of God. And they need money to carry on with that. Some of us cannot go to those places. But the money must come from people in the church God has blessed. I pray in the name of Jesus. As your heart is right, God is transferring money into your hands. The louder the amen, the quicker the manifestation. I said that louder the amen, the quicker the manifestation. So, we extend his kingdom with our resources. We build sanctuaries and places of worship by his resources. That is income for impact. The next reason why purpose for which God gives us supernatural wealth is for the establishment of the voice and the influence of the church. Establishment of the voice and the influence of the church. Ladies and gentlemen, whatever steals your money steals your voice. And when you don't have a voice, you may have something to say, but people will not listen to you. Or people will not be interested in listening to you. You know, during the pandemic, the church was over the, was on the internet. And it took money for the church to be sustained on the internet. Because to come live and all that, dependent on buying data. MTN does not give data for free. Even if they give it to you, they'll take it back later. If you're like going to ask your president, they give you free water, they'll take it back later. Nothing is free in this world except salvation. And even that one is free. But for you to receive it, you must open your heart and receive it. Nothing is free. And during the pandemic, sir, the church now became the hope of nations. Money gives the church a voice and influence. If I can give an example, you see, somebody like Dr. Mensah Otabel, okay, but the instrumentality of money by which Central University has been established, it has given him and ICGC a voice. ICGC cannot be ignored in this country, not because of its many church, even because of Central University, because there are people who have gone to Central University who are not ICGC people. So money gives the church a voice. It gives the church a voice. I pray in the name of Jesus. Can you, can you imagine, ma, can you imagine that there is somebody in this church that sets up a company and has a labor force of thousand people? It gives the church a voice. It give, when you go to a country like Nigeria, 
people like Bishop Oedepo can stand on the pulpit and say anything against the government because the, his church <laughs> has a voice in Nigeria. The best university now in Nigeria is his university. They have about three universities now. Covenant University, Landmark University. They are building universities all over the place. His church is like a whole city. The church must be a voice to our generation. But it doesn't happen only through prayer. It also takes money. So God is bringing wealth to the church to give us a voice. When we say something, it becomes a law. It is established. Because we have the voice. I pray in the name of Jesus. At this nation, no, there are people like Bishop Daki Wadmans cannot be <laughs> trampled upon. Because they have a voice. Look at Lighthouse. Lighthouse has a voice in this nation. And whatever they have achieved is as a result. And this nation, you see, every the fact that there are people who have been able to manage systems, like Pastor Otaba can be a president of this nation. Because one of the most difficult people to manage are church people. They are the most difficult people. It's not nation Ghana. Ghana, if you like, you hear. After all, you can decide to be a dead goat. They talk, you don't hear. In Nigeria, like this, Buhari, he doesn't talk. The guy doesn't talk. You only see him when he's traveling and you say goodbye from your troubles. That's the only thing. He doesn't talk. They have, they have successfully, when you look at Pastor Otaba, the way he has successfully managed ICGC all over the years, he can rule this country. Bishop Dak can rule this country because managing people and resources, the wisdom to manage those church, you can manage this church, you can manage the nation. Ah, Ghana, you can become anything in this country. You can become a president. Anybody can be a president in this country. Just know how to lie. Say something you don't mean. Just say something you don't mean. So that when you come into power, then you say you don't know how that it was like this. You are, you are free. Or go to Cambridge or know how to speak English. Very good English. Ghanaians will vote for you right now. The church. And listen, let me tell you something. Some years to come, it was a prophecy in the Bible. It said the mountain of the Lord shall be exalted. And people will run to it. Nations will flow to it. It's a prophecy. A time is coming. Eh? The only hope of the world is the church. The church will have a voice in every realm. When it comes to media, the voice there will be the church. It comes to entertainment, the voice there will be the church. It comes to literature, the voice there will be the church. Even vaccines. <laughs> the, the virus is able to immutate. Is, is, that, is that the right word? And mutate and defile the vaccine. But the power of God, whether you mutate or not, the power of God will handle it. Amen. It is ever current. I remember recently I was, I was doing the healing service and praying for people online. And some, some people watched and they were having COVID. One of, one of the people just vomited, had COVID, vomited, and that is the end. COVID disappeared. The church must be a voice. I prophesy to somebody. You see, there is something I'm seeing in this church. God will raise up financial strikers. Just like in football, we have the Ronaldos and the Messi 
and, and, and like if Mohammed Polo was in our current dispensation, Mohammed Polo is better than Messi. You don't know. The guy is very good than Messi. That's the truth. But in his dispensation, poverty. Because when you are playing House of Folk, and you are not playing Kotoko, me, I'm a Kotoko supporter. And we have money than House of Folk. God is raising up financial Ronaldos, financial messes in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout yes! You see, one of the ways God gives the church a voice is when you and I, because we are blessed by God, we are able to fulfill our civil responsibility by paying tax. You know, paying tax. You are a taxpayer. Do you know the number of people, the, the, the revenue that is accumulated in this nation, majority of them is from Christians that are paying tax. It's from Christians that are paying tax. See, the problem of this country can only be solved by the church. I'm telling you. Any true Christian is elevated beyond human law. So I normally tell people in my church, you see, a Christian who is truly born again and has the spirit of God inside him does not need a policeman to make him obey traffic laws. Because if the fruit of the spirit is inside you, you will have patience. When you see red light, you stop. That's why you can never cancel a man to say sorry to the wife. One of the problems in marriage is because of the absence of the fruit of the spirit. Because the two of you are coming from different backgrounds. You marry, you are lying on the bed, one is snoring, you are not snoring, and you can't sleep. <laughs> I remember when we were in school, where one of my colleagues, he can't, Charlie, he will snore and change gear. <laughs> and I can't sleep. So, so sometimes you need to hit your hand on the bed. You know, as if you are killing mosquito. Then you wake up and do you will do that until you sleep. Because when you sleep and he's doing it, you don't know he's doing it because until you have slept. You need the fruit of the, sp the spirit to tolerate your husband when he's changing those gears and doing car racing on the bed. You need the fruit of the spirit. I pray for somebody today. May God put money in your hands. May God make you a voice in this church. Financially. I don't, I don't like your amen. I said, make, may he make you a voice in this church financially. Number five. To fulfill the ministry. Fulfillment of ministry to the less privilege. Less privilege. That is ministry to the challenge. Ministry to orphans and windows. Ministry to the poor. And the oppressed. And number six. The establishment of societal and generational impact. This is using money to do things positively to impact society. 
So, alleviating the poverty of society by the provision of services that touch humanity. So, when you look at uh, uh, Abraham, Abraham dug a well for his community. There is a man that lives not too far away from where I live. When he built his heart, house, he constructed the street to his house. Himself. He constructed the seat to his house. He didn't wait for government. See, may God put money in your hands. I know a man of God that has built school here, and the school fees, he subsidizes the school fees. So, the people in the community come to the school and they don't pay the full school fees. And all those people come to his church. Let me tell you something. When you bless people like that, they want to come and listen to you. So we need societal impact and change. When you enter a society and something must change in that society. The biggest mosque we have in this country now was not built by Ghanaians. It was built by Saudi Arabia. The money was brought from Saudi Arabia to build the mosque. And it has become the biggest mosque, one of the biggest mosques now in West Africa. We need to impact our society. By the time you are waiting for government to construct the road where you live, you wait forever. 100 years, that road will never be constructed. That's why God must bless you for you to construct that road. Amen. Your MP will not do anything. Yeah. Will not do anything. You are just MP for nothing. <laughs> have you not seen MPs that are sleeping? Some of you, your MPs, they have never spoken one English in, in parliament before. Even I agree, they, they don't say it. The only, the only thing they know is, yeah, no, yeah, that's a, yeah, yeah, that's the only thing they know. And you are leaving your destiny in the hands of that man. There are certain children on the streets that are praying, and they are prayer. God is looking for a man like you to solve that problem. So one of the reasons why God gives us wealth, ladies and gentlemen, is for us to establish generational impact and societal change. I think I'll finish preaching. I'll continue in the evening. May God put money in your hands. See, I'm going to spend a lot of time in the evening to talk to people and prophesy to people. But today, but today, I want to do something to start the foundation so that we'll have a foundation for the evening service. Please be on your feet. Please be on your feet. Lift up your hands to him. You want to pray just for one minute that God, I am ready. I am ready. I want to be a candidate. I want to be a candidate. Also, there, there is a man I am seeing. Eh? I don't know who your ushers are. But there is a man I'm seeing. And in the realm of the spirit, I saw him ushering people. And I hear the name Daniel. In the spirit. You know, when you are seeing things in the spirit, it must be interpreted. Spiritually. Look at someone and say, it must be interpreted. Spiritually. You know, I, I was in a church and a man was prophesying. He saw snake, snake around somebody. And then he said, the, the, the lady has a marine spirit. And I kneeled 
by the host pastor. I told him that. Listen, the guy saw well, but the interpretation he's given to the prophecy is wrong. Snake is not always evil. Snake is not always evil. Hmm? Do you know the Bible said that be as wise as a serpent? So that serpent he saw wrapped around the neck of the lady, God prophetically was saying that he wants to give that lady the spirit of wisdom. So you can see, but the interpretation you give to what you see is also very important. You want to lift up your voice and pray. That God make me a candidate of supernatural wealth transfer. Somebody just lift up your voice and pray. Make me a candidate of supernatural wealth transfer. Liba hadon si libre kapa man dilibia shedelebebe lika don si labra hatata ya ya dabahan deleleberi salu shadelelebete ika don dulelebebe makatatata rakatelebe ya kasulebre kapa ya tolololoboberi you want to be a candidate of supernatural well transfer. Oh, somebody lift up your voice. Pray to him. Are you praying in the building? Pray to him. Pray, somebody pray. Pray, pray. I want to be a candidate of world transfer. Prepare me. For wealth, the transfer of wealth. Prepare me for the transfer of wealth. Some of supernatural world transfer. The Lord will make you a candidate of supernatural world transfer. Sadulibiete, 
Father, let there be a release of the grace. The anointing plays a part in the transfer of wealth. Because the anointing enthrones a person. And when the person is enthroned, royalties are paid to the person. Receive the oil to handle wealth in the name of Jesus. We compel the south. We compel the north. We compel the east. We compel the west to bring you financial supply in the name of Jesus. Anybody holding your money, money, any system holding your money, any system that must accommodate you for you to handle resources, I declare in the name of Jesus, they lose their peace today. In the name of Jesus, I release upon your life destiny helpers. Destiny helpers. Destiny helpers. Destiny helpers. In the name of Jesus, you can enter into wealth by association. I declare over your life, may God release upon you destiny helpers, strategic destiny helpers. In the name of Jesus, it is done. In Jesus' name, amen. Please give God a mighty clap offering. See, have a seat. Also, please, let me take, let me do this thing, okay? And then I will spend time to talk to people. The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.